0: Hello, new listeners. If this is the first episode of Pun Intensive that you have ever heard, then it is very likely that you found out about us at the 2019 o. Henry Museum Pun Off World Championships that just happened this weekend. We thought it'd be fun to drop a couple of special episodes into the feed. They're actually two of my favorites, and the expectation is that all, or at least most of our future episodes, will be just as good as it. Now, with that said, we can get even better but we need help if you go to the show notes on this podcast you will see a link for our patron campaign and if you are not able to see that then you can just go to our website punintensive.com and click on the link for our patron campaign anything will help a dollar three dollars ten dollars a month uh, or you can even make a one-time donation Uh, we would greatly appreciate it we need some new equipment some better equipment and uh, uh, we have some other means of making this show even better. So I will stop with the navel gazing there and introduce you to episode 13 Birds Banks in the Middle East. It's pun intensive. <laughs> Welcome to Pun Intensive. We have a panel today, very similar to the one that we had last week. Once you go hack, you can never go back. Gracie Hack, Andy's coming from Venezuela, Colombia, Ecuador, Peru, Bolivia, Chile, and Argentina. Andy Belinsky. Those are Andy's mouths. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I feel dumb. Now. And <laughs> tell me De Bry, the stars do shine. Arun De Bry. and if you hear Aaron breathing on this podcast, it's me, the host, Aaron air out, Aaron air out, Aaron Faisal. We're going to start off today with the zinger of the Week. The zinger of the Week: True tales and Testaments of the Wit in word perpetrated in real life by ours, truly. Gracie Hack.
1: So whenever my husband drives with our almost two-year-old, he always has this big like Costco size bag of pistachios in the front seat because the kid doesn't like driving in the car or riding in the car seat very much. And so from the back seat, you always hear Gus saying nut, 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 and his dad will just hand him back a nut and he'll eat it and he'll, you know, shut up for a second. (laughs) So the other day he was, he had just woken up from a nap and his blood sugar was really low. So he was kind of acting monstrous. And so my husband kind of thought, oh, we'll just do the pistachio trick and I'll give him some nuts and that'll kill two birds with one stone. His blood sugar will go up and he'll be made happy by a treat." <laughs> so he gets, he gets one of the bags. We also have Costco nut bags. <laughs> Ooh, freezing. <laughs> we also have very large bags of nuts in the pantry as well as the car. So anyway, he goes and grabs a bag of pistachios and he comes out and he's like, "Gus, you want a nut? And I'm telling you, Gus just started like shaking his head, no, 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 and like very upset. And I said, "Oh, dude, I think he's pissed (laughs) at you."
2: Ah, good. Uh, And Arun Debray. So earlier today, I went to HEB to buy, you know, to buy among other things some poblano peppers. And I was looking at them, and I decided I only want the best poblano for me. Yes, the head ancho. (laughs) This one actually happened.
3: And Andy Belinsky. So my wife and I were heading out the door, and there was a place where it, it, it rained, this muddy spot on this stone path that leads to our driveway. And I said, I wonder if we could put some kind of mulch down so that we can step on the stones with the dogs getting our feet muddy. And she said, would you like me to go out go and get some bark so you can put it down there? And I said, yeah, that sounds great. And so she turned to the dog and said, Claudette, Speak! <laughs> <laughs> it took it took me a minute I was like, what did
2: you... so this is julia's
1: singer
3: of the yeah and this is her singer yeah so and
2: it sounds like it was Mulcha do about nothing <laughs> yes. mulch yes M- mulch
3: a dog about nothing ah very
0: good <laughs> and because i'm the uh, the world's worst host i totally forgot to read everybody's credentials but suffice it to say that everyone here has participated in the pun off in the uh, what now i'm kidding at at, at the World famous O. Henry pun off in Austin, Texas. At any rate, suffice to say that we're all awesome. Uh, in, so we're going to go ahead. in
3: honor of Arun Debray. Should we pronounce it O. Henry? Mm. Just this week,
1: and I also uh, let's knock a caraway. Mister, oops, I did it again. You missed an opportunity for <laughs> tell me Debray. Ain't nothing but a party.
2: Uh,
0: all right. We, so
1: in the world of comedy, we call that a callback street.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: Oh, boys. Oh, boys. All right. uh, So so we're going to go ahead and take a break. But when we come back, we're going to relive some of our most depressing moments. Stick around. This game is actually a very popular short-form improv game. It's called It's Not You, It's Me. When you break up with someone, you want it to be as painless as possible, uh, but... It never is. Uh, but th- but it's a good idea to at least lead with, it's not you, it's me. And if you tie it into the other person's job, it makes them much more comfortable. So I want you guys to put yourself in the headspace of uh, deciding that you no longer want to date this doctor. And what would you say to this doctor to break up with her or him?
1: Uh, it's not you. It's me. I'm just trying to step Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um,
2: it's not me. It's you. You said the Hippocratic oath, not the hypocritical oath. <laughs> <laughs> it's not me. It's not you. It's me. I'm just taking my medlife crisis. Ah, yeah. It's not you. It's me. I'm feeling MD inside.
1: It's not you. It's me. I know it hurts. <laughs> oh.
0: I never would have thought of that.
1: One. <laughs> right? It's not you. It's me. I've been known to X them in. Oh wow. Examine oh, and X-Men.
0: Yeah.
1: X a man. I don't know.
0: No, I like it. Of,
1: it's not you. It's me. Please don't feel too tongue depressor about this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's not you. It's me. I'm still nursing feelings from a previous relationship.
1: It's not you. It's me. I'm vaccine other people. <laughs>
2: oh,
3: nice. <laughs> it's not you. It's me. I'm just pulling the drug out from under you. <laughs> uh.
1: It's not you. It's me. I'm seeing someone on the side effects. Oh, that's kind of stupid. (laughs) So feel free to cut it. (laughs) Um,
0: Only our audience knows if I cut it. That's true. No, No, (laughs) only we know. No, because if I didn't cut it, they know that I didn't. Anyway, let's move on. Here's the thing, guys. You had a good relationship with the doctor, but it didn't work out. You broke up. So then you started dating again. This time you started dating a cop. Well, that relationship also went south. How'd you break up with this person? It's not you, it's me. I've been feeling fuzzy about this since the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> it's not
3: you, it's me. I'm just too PC for you. In Eng- England, they call them the... Uh, CP, uh, PC is a con- police constable? I did not know yeah. that, but it sounds
1: good to me. Well, let's continue this geographical journey. <laughs> it's not you, it's me. I just don't want to to you anymore. Oh. <laughs> or something. It's not really even a pun, because they're Mounties, because they're Mounted. But whatever. <laughs>
3: It's not you, it's me. I'm just not properly gender armed. It's not you, it's me. Police,
2: trust me when I say this.
1: (laughs) It's not you, it's me. I always thought I might stick around, but I can't.
2: It's not you, it's me. You see, really, I'm just an internet patrol. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) It's not you, it's me, and now I shall be officer.
0: So that relationship ended. You did, however, get into one more relationship after that. Uh, you uh, started dating a zookeeper. <gasps> that didn't turn out that well either. Uh, so how did you break up with the zookeeper?
1: It's not zoo, it's me.
3: <laughs> I've, been, I've been lying to you. It's not you, it's me. I haven't been acting like an, an adult. I've been acting like an Infant. <laughs>
0: mm, okay.
3: It's not
2: you, it's me. I've been a serial cheetah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Okay,
1: thanks. It's not you, it's me. I'm taking a vow of celibacy to become a monkey. <laughs>
2: it's not you, it's me. I'm seeing someone, Gnu.
1: <laughs> is that how you say it, Gnu?
2: I, I don't know, but I, it's, I don't know how to get the pun across otherwise. I, I, uh, that's yeah, that's true. I think it is new.
1: I've never known. I've always wondered. It's an old joke. It's, Sorry. it's, it's new. Oh, okay. It's oh, not... it's an old joke. It's
3: new. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Speaking of Gnus, it's not you, it's me. I'm in search of a wilder beast.
0: Is it, is it, aren't, aren't news and be the same yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: it's not you it's me and t- take, take our son with you bye son he's <laughs> <laughs> a lot darker than I expected it's not you it's me it's me
3: responsible for giraffe of troubles that we've got
1: it's not you it's me I'm looking for a gorilla man oh.
3: it's not you it's me I, I just can't get myself to like this Christmas present this tiger <laughs>
1: it's not you, it's me But I know you want to keep her
3: It's not you, it's me I've just been behind too many bars <laughs> I've been going to too many bars going
0: to
1: too many. <laughs> It's not you, it's me I just can't bear this anymore Ooh. I know, speaking of more low-hanging fruit <laughs> We could paint a still life Of all this low-hanging fruit <laughs>
3: <laughs> It's not you, it's me I've been too cagey lately it's not me, it's you. You're getting too grisly
0: for me. Wait, did you say it's not me, it's you? Yeah. <laughs> he said
1: that several times. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is the Five second time. just Third. Now, uh... Oh, no, you're right. It is the second I only I only projected it onto you one other time. So Great. it's really two and a half. Uh,
0: it shows what Arun thinks of himself. But...
1: Mm-hmm. Way to ruin it. <coughs> Kidding. <laughs>
0: That's actually not one I've heard very much. Oh, goody. <laughs> he didn't say not at all.
1: I know.
2: <laughs> no,
0: sorry. I don't need to be
1: totally unique. I just need to be not annoyingly common. No, this,
0: this is a conversation uh, I've had with our co-producer, Gary Halleck, in that I have some pretty stupid puns when I introduce everybody. And he says, but these people have heard everything on their name. I'm like, yeah, but the audience hasn't, so whatever.
3: It, it's not you, it's me. I've just got to take this opportunity to take a flaming go at life. Mm.
1: It's not you, it's me," said Lorena Bobcat.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Arun, do you even know who that is?
1: How old are you, everyone? Do you want to guess? Twenty-five. Good, that's it. Okay.
0: I'm I'm seriously. Do you know Lorena Bobbitt? I recognize the name. Okay. Well, that's all you you need to do. Do you recognize the pain? (laughs) I don't know why that's supposed to be fun. If that helps, I'll let you look it up later.
1: I just had some weird thing happen in my head about Bobette's Feast, that movie. And uh-huh. then I was like, mm, Bobbitt's Feast. Oh. <laughs> and then I got really grossed out.
0: <laughs> it's, a, it's like uh, uh, the Temple of Doom dinner. <laughs> yes. Wait, what? Indiana Jones, the Temple of Doom. Yep, that is a weird, monkey brain. There's that dinner scene. Monkey Brains. Oh, yeah, right. Chilled monkey brains. Chilled. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Uh, it's right. not you,
2: it's me. It's not you, it's me or Cat. <laughs> It's not you,
3: it's me. I can't stand breakfast. I, I like orange or tang.
0: Oh, jeez. Oh,
2: <laughs> nice. I, I bet no one has ever said that before.
1: How about, um, I'm going to take a page out of your book, Arun. Right. It's not me, it's you. I hate the way you snap zebra.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's not you, it's me. I just can't stop from horsing around. Pun? Or not a pun? Well, it depends. Is it a pun on whoring around? Or is it just horsing around messing
0: around? Oh, yeah. Okay, totally. totally pun.
1: Too bad it's not a zookeeper doctor, a veterinarian, and you could say something about the hippopotamus oath. But, I mean,
0: you
2: still good. Okay. Hippopotamus. I love it. It's not you, it's me. I've gone to find more dictic. <laughs> oh, <geez>. oh.
0: <laughs> Maybe we should start wrapping this up. Uh-huh. I see what you did there. <laughs> 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 <The> worst-
3: <laughs> it, it's not you, it's me. I'm going to run away with Vlad the
0: Impala. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> that is a good run, actually. So, we're going to go ahead and take a break. That's a good way to wrap up. Uh, after this, we will discuss one of the two most popular games at the old Henry Hunt. listeners have almost certainly heard me say many times about the one of two most popular games at the O. Henry Pun-Off, but today is different because we are going to talk about the punniest in-show, the punniest in-show competition at the world-famous O. Henry Pun-Off. The idea is that you have one and a half minutes to come up with a prepared presentation that is quite punny. Wait, you have one and a half minutes to, to come present. up with it? Or so you present to something? Present, you to present. To present, yes. Okay. You have,
1: the grammar you have, police you have
0: 364 it. days to uh, actually <laughs> come up with it. Not during week years, but yes.
1: yeah. Honestly, yeah, you have 364 <clears throat> days. How many minutes are in a day?
0: Uh, uh, I don't know. I, don't I, I didn't watch rent. Watch rent. Just,
1: <laughs> but you got 364 days and 1,438 <laughs> and a half minutes to come up with...
0: So anyway, we 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 are back with Gracie Hack, Andy Belinsky, Arun Debray, and me, Aaron Fazel, and all <laughs> of us have performed at least once in Punniest of show. And uh, I have to be perfectly honest, this is this is all Gracie's fault uh, because when I realized you were going to come, whenever I think whenever your name comes up, the first thing I think about is can I get a Hala Fallujah? Mm. I, I that's one of my most favorite moments of the pun off ever. Wow, and uh, it really is. Thank you. So so I, I did
1: an holla faluja.
0: I'm kidding. Uh, I wish I could quickly come up with a Middle Eastern pun that says thank you, but I can't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so at any rate, I wanted to give everyone here a chance to either present or talk about their latest entry, or, or excuse me, about an entry into the Punniest In Show. So let's go ahead and, and start with Gracie. Sure.
1: This one was the year, the first time I ever entered, which I think was 2012. And it just so happened to be my birthday that day. I think it was like my 25th birthday huh. or so. And it was a very good birthday because I won. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's Hard awesome. to top. Yeah. <laughs> that horse's ass trophy went on my birthday cake. No. <laughs> anyway, so I had chosen to do mine on the Middle East. And I think it was, well, I guess 2012. There was a lot happening as <laughs> per the usual in the (laughs) middle east with you know between themselves and america's meddling and whatever else so it seemed topical so i think i think it was about a week before signups happened that i decided i was going to enter so i guess that would have been like mid-march at some point ish and so i'm like yeah i'm gonna do that and so i entered it but i didn't have anything and so for me like it it was written very quickly and all I, I mean, I sat, I picked a topic that I felt like was rich and then I sat down, I think this is probably what everybody does. I sat down and made a list of a lot of things that I could pun on and then somehow like crafted them into some sort of a story Mm -hmm. or something that just flowed. Mm -hmm. But I think the most important part of doing well is picking a good category. A one that's, I mean, well, and at this point I think the middle East has been done a lot. But at that time, I don't think it had been done as many times just because it wasn't as hot. But anyway, so I think like doing a kind of unique one that is rich enough or topical enough to give you a a lot of room to work. Is a good way to go about it.
0: And since you bring it up, an, another really important aspect of doing well in punniest of show is your presentation. Mm. Uh, uh, the the folks who just uh, you know read off of a paper, and I, uh, I I'm guilty of, of having done that once. Just don't really get the audience excited, even if it's incredibly clever, which in that particular case mine was. But uh, you know, I just just didn't do much for the audience, and a lot of that had to do with the fact that I hadn't prepped. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I I I I, I wrote and. And then forgot about it, and then wrote some more, and then just didn't really have it in my head and my body. Right. Anyway, I'm saying that because this was a force to be reckoned with. You <sighs> want to go ahead and uh, you don't. Yeah, you, we're not in front of a couple of thousand people, so I don't expect you to perform the same way you did. <laughs> sure. Then, but let's uh, let's hear it.
1: Okay, and I hope I don't screw it up. I'm all like, I think I rememorized <clears throat> it. All right. WMGs, y'all, I am really worried about the Middle East. This threat is constant and ample. I mean, this is a serious situation, for sure. And if we don't find a solution, Sunni, I far see that the Shiite is really going to hit the fan. I rack my Bahrain night and day, but this is just eating me up inside. Now... A lot of people say that less is Momar and we should just cut our losses and run, but I don't think we ought man. And Myers can't even harem. Oil be so damned if I ran from everything that scared me. If you of something, be a tigress. Don't be a turkey. And if you do buy into the fear, well, you are just aiding the terrorists. Now, I don't mean to babble on and on, but this is Anwar we better win. Or else we're all doomed. Uh, this problem is real. And we must not back out Be Gaza something silly like Angoraphobia. Osama countries haven't exactly been laden us lately. And they won't be able to stand America if Tehran away from Oman in need. I know it's Kandahar, but this <laughs> is Mecca important, and if I atola once, I'll tell you twice. Pal, it's time to get to the Bay Root of this problem. Hussein, we can't bring peace to the Middle East once Afghan. It just can't Kuwait. Now can I get a Halifalooja? <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's the And the crowd went wild. Yes, And so you got, uh, uh, you, you, you won that competition. With I that, did. I right?
1: did win, and I think I got... I believe, I think it was there were six judges. Is that right?
3: Yeah, there's six and they throw out the high and the low. So, and you so get four I got scores. five
1: tens and one nine. Nice. And so it was a very nice, nice moment. I'll give you a nine. I think Gary Halleck's mother, Enid, <laughs> <laughs> who is who was the most lovely lady, no, no, and I don't a great, begrudge her no, that she's whatsoever.
0: Uh, brilliant. All right, so Arun, now we're going to have you go next. Anything you want to proceed your presentation with?
2: Sure. So in 2017, I talked, my pun off topic was about birds. I got fourth place in the, you know, in the clap off. So the story is maybe three days before the pun off, I got an email which said there is a very good chance you will be, you will get off the wait list. You should prepare something. And so I thought, you know, okay, I have like 72 hours. Let's do this. The topic is extremely important. Every year there's a couple of people who make jokes about like Tex-Mex food. And it really sucks if you're like the third person that, you know, the judges are Mm -hmm. doing their best, but they're human. Or Mm -hmm. like
1: board games. That one happens a lot.
2: Yeah. And this one was marginal, actually. Birds, because someone else did birds and I was, I was fortunate enough to go first. Mm. So this year I'm going to try and do something which strikes these two mutually incompatible things of everyone likes it and no one would think (laughs) of it. So last year, Southpaw did really good with pregnancy because that is, you know, everyone has an experience with pregnancy. Um, maybe more or less up close. and
1: We've all been a part of some pregnancy in some exactly.
2: way. <laughs> and, or but, a post part of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, and there's a lot of words. And it's not something that everyone's done. Mm-hmm. So good for him. Wait, but, do you
1: have your figured out yet?
2: Well, if I did, I'm not telling anyone in February or January. Mm-hmm. Okay, good point. I actually don't. I, I need to get on that. Okay. So I thought... Is
1: that another pregnancy joke?
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I thought back to earlier that week. My girlfriend and I had been having an argument as to whether pigeons or doves were the same thing. It turns out I did not know that they are. They are. And I realized there are a lot of different kinds of birds. So I wrote down all the bird names I could. Then I went to Wikipedia and found a bunch more. And I looked at and I started making puns. And some of them sounded like things that would happen in a race. So that put together the topic of, okay, there's a race between a bunch of people, and I'm going to make bird puns. And then I, I think one of them spoke to me as like a celebrity name. So now it's a race between a bunch of celebrities, which are bird names. Matthew McConaughey, Idris Albatross, etc., etc. <laughs> So after making the list, as I said, what topic is staring at me from this list? And after that, though, it was like, OK, I know what the story is going to be. I have these puns that I like. I have these puns I sort of like. Now I'm going to try and shove as many as I can in. And I counted. And once I got above like 40, I was like, OK, I can do this. I did not have it memorized at at the contest. And that probably dinged me. So, a little bird told me this story, but I will sparrow you the details. The weather's quite pheasant on this hawktober day in Phoenix. There's a footrace going on with a full rooster of competitors. They stand at the starling line. The ref cocks his I-bistol, says, on your lark, and flyers, <laughs> and they're off. Steven Siegel ran like he was robbing someone. Drake was quite the roadrunner. He's no rookie. Matthew McConaughey had a stork of bad cluck. He passed a crane, but wasn't castle wary enough, didn't duck in time, and hit it hair-on. After pigeon-forward and warbling back and forth, he lost too much time. His goose was cooked. He groused about it, but he said, no egrets, and E moved on. It wasn't that bad of a malady. Jay-Z was running swiftly, but took a wrong turn, and his flaming go-out. It blew Jay's chances, but he swallowed his pride and kept running. John Ollibird was stopped by a fisher in the ground. Such a huge fisher it was practically a kingfisher. Featherback, there's no dove loss between Stephen Gulbert and the rock. The rock thinks you're too chicken to do this. That's cuckoo. If you can, I too can. What a cheap <laughs> shot, Dodo. The pell I can't win this. No falcon way. The rock says that part tridge. <laughs> but look, Idris Albatross is coming from behind. It's the real deal, folks. He's equal with Condor Lisa Rice. He's thrushing past Viola <laughs> Davis. He's bunting Kiwi Herman to second place. It's all Plover now, and he passes the Finch line. The buzzard has sounded. The crowd goes wild. Asked how he won, he said... I'll talk turkey with you. My cardinal rule is to take the first grassy path I see, and it turned out to be a huge shortcut. And the moral of the story is the early berm gets the word.
0: (laughs) That's That's brilliant. All right, and Andy Balinski.
3: I'll talk to you about the one that I got the MVP award for in 2009. Financial crisis was on everybody's mind. I kind of thought, you know, if I can do something, it kind of jabs the bankers, you know, where they deserve it. It doesn't matter <laughs> if I win because they need it roasting. So, So I started thinking of banks. I was like, let me stick it to the banks. So I started from my brain and just listed everything. And then I went to Google and Wikipedia and tried to get every single bank name. And so I start with that, and then I have no idea like what the story's going to be about. And then I just go down the list, and for each one, I try to make a point. What does this sound like? Made off, Bernie Madoff, okay, made of, made off with money, made of money. So the, there happened to be one that was like AIG. So I was like AI, so I was like, I-I, Captain. Oh, maybe some kind of nautical thingy. So that's when I kind of started to see this. Nautical theme, and if you remember, Somali pirates were like big mm, in the news like, in 2009. So I was like, "Ooh, this topic is becoming redundant." People who take your money. So this is what I came up with. I entitled it "Bailout on the Bankrupt Seas." <laughs> I'm a sailor. My name is Smith Barnacle. It was me and Charles Schwabbing down the decks as we sailed the bankrupt seas off the outer banks of America. The day was a capital one. Guten Morgan Stanley, I said, upon seeing our earnest and young captain. <laughs> now he said, that's sure NASDAQ you've claimed there. And I said, well, you know, I scrub it and it's Deloitte Touche that I use. But then there were pirates on the horizons. He said, they're giving chase, man, hatting down the hatches. <laughs> we are made off money. We've got gold, man, sacks of it. If they cash us, they'll bonus. <laughs> so I said, AIG, Captain. So Frost, we headed to the Northwest, but they state street behind us. The Pirates' first national aboard was Mexican named Fidel, a Tijuana native. <laughs> I shouted, COMERICA! I'll merrily lynch you. <laughs> but he was re... But he was regions for his gun, and I said I am effed. <laughs> oh boy. So I proposed a countrywide solution. I'll offer you a melon dollars. We'll make this ship a prize waterhouse of finance. But, but the captain said, "What's that, USAA? Are you bsing me? This is the first union I've ever heard of. I've met life, and I'm fed up with it." <laughs> us trust someone and they walk over you oh. <laughs> i wells fargo my duties and resign and i said gee m-a-c captain now why would e-trade places with me ah well it's a merry trade and i am city pretty
0: wow
1: you didn't win so with that? I, I tied.
3: There was a three-way tie for first place, and they did an audience <laughs> clap off, and whoever was judging. It
1: was a menage I ended tie. up with
3: third. I think I ended up with <laughs> second or third that yeah, year. man. I, remember. That was, was, I mean. I, feel, I felt robbed, but you
0: know. I should add for our listening audience that, and, and this is true with Gracie, too, that you weren't reading off anything. That's etched into your brain as it is to yours, huh? Mm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Called you I was reading off. You had to read, and I'm going to read it off of mine, too. So I want to talk about the very first time I entered the pun off. I went to two musician friends of mine. And I said, hey, I want to be in the pun off. And Megan in particular said, I hate puns. No. <laughs> but I somehow twisted this her arms. To me a lot. She and Jennifer came up on stage with me. I was inspired by the old short formed improv game that people have seen on Whose Line Is in Anyway, the, the Irish Drinking Song, which is my favorite game. I, I consider myself to be pretty good at that. But Irish drinking or Irish drinking songs? Yes. (laughs) Okay, great. (laughs) All right. So I'm going to, and and I I should just a slight caveat. I'll, I'll put a link in here to the video. Some of these lines are supposed to be a back and forth between two people. So here's my song. This is an Irish drinking song, an Irish drinking song. Irish, that you would sing with us. I wish you'd sing along. Hey, this is an Irish drinking song, an Irish drinking song. If it's brogue, we can fix it. If everyone sings along, our friend drank too much Guinness, and he became quite stout. You could say he was portly. It made him quite the lout. He really liked all kinds of beers, be they brown or black. But the kind of beer that killed him was a grizzly beer attack. Oh, this is an Irish drinking song. All right. uh, And then how'd your lady woo you? She was fishing when we met. She hacked into my bank account and caught me internet. Did you take it slow with her? I'm an old-fashioned bloke. We started a date on Facebook, and later I gave her a poke. Hey! The- <laughs> Nobody gets the poke reference anymore. Yeah. By the way, fishing is spelled with a ph in that. But if you're talking about fish, now they get poke. <laughs> poke bowl. Oh, nice. And then, th- this is my favorite one, but it's the dumbest, too. Let's talk about the alphabet. A, B, C, D, E. That's not really what I had in mind. Okay, let's talk TV. Mm-hmm. I have a riddle for you whatever can it be why does Ron howard like alphabet soup it makes him nop uh-huh. <laughs> All right. uh, and and uh uh if, if we're talking about technique i come up with the last line first <laughs> like, oh, okay, okay, and then you lead that's that that sounds like a good last line now how can we huh. uh yeah it makes him nop okay that has to that's a great last line what does that mean? <laughs> yeah.
2: There was, a, there was a pun off contestant in 2016 who made a uh, pun at the end was pilification that really long word. And the entire routine was a lead up to that punchline. And what is the word? Yeah, pilification. What
1: does that mean? I
2: don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> but if you look it up, it is a word that s- some right, dictionary okay. had.
1: So I judged last year and I actually gave a 10 to a guy based on my appreciation of one pun from and it was so stupid I should not have given him a 10 but I just was so enchanted by his completely absurd everything around what he did and I think he came up with one good pun and then decided to build a whole routine around that and nothing else ever lived up to it but he started it and he goes, I want us all to live in an egalitarian society, meaning that we all eat eagles. And i just
2: like, <laughs> I lost it. I was
1: legitimately crying because I just thought it was the stupidest, funniest thing I had ever yeah, no, no, that's heard. So <laughs> that,
2: that is good. And
1: his presentation of it all was just like funny. I don't know. He was just funny. So I, like, I get coming at it from the first line, but I've never thought about coming at it from the last line. That's
0: interesting.
2: Maybe I should try coming from the middle sometime. Yeah.
0: (laughs) We are going to take a break, but after this, we will discuss one of the two most popular games at the O. Henry Pun-Off again. All right. Welcome back. We are going to play the Pun Slingers game. The idea of the Pun Slingers game, at least at the O. Henry Pun-Off, is there are two people and they go back and forth, thinking of a cue based on the topic and pun on that cue. We're going to do it a little differently here. We're just going to go around the table. The first person will go first, but the question, of course, is... What is the topic? Are you guys ready for me to tell you what the topic is? Yes. I am not. Hold on. Let me... Uh... We're
1: ready for you to pick one. All right.
0: <laughs> All right. We're going to go to the very last one that I have on my list. Again, coming from the end. The topic is... Gambling.
1: I don't know much about this.
0: <laughs> I went
2: hiking near Las Vegas. There were a lot of slot canyons. <laughs> like Slot Canyon is Slot a Canyon. term for a particular kind of stuff. I've never heard of that, interesting
3: There's been a lot of flooding in the hill country And all I could think was Pokerville <laughs> I'm really
1: into doing high intensity interval training And I'll turn to my trainer and say, hit me
0: <laughs> It's called H-I-T, the H-I-I-T, H-I-T, hit
1: This is stupid But my favorite game has always been Hack Jack <laughs> <laughs> Dealer I barely know her.
0: Uh, it's as you, if Gary were here. No, actually, Gracie's- It's the,
1: as if Gracie were here. Yeah.
0: Oh, sorry. I learned that from that. The, the, Well, you're the first person I ever heard uh, do that. It was, were, were you the one who popularized yes. that? Yeah. I actually
1: remember oh, I'm sorry. the I, I, exact instance was- really? The topic was betting. Uh-huh. And it was like a joke with my family. They were like, I dare you to get up there and do one of those jokes. Because we like to do the most ridiculous ones, like grasshopper. I barely know her kind of thing. And so they're like, I dare you to get up there and do that. And I was like, I will look for an opportunity. And then it was betting And I said, comforter?
2: I don't even know her, whatever. It's oh, dead. I said betting, and it was like, oh yeah, no, dealer. No, I hardly know her. No, no,
0: betting, DD. Uh, well, Sorry, I, I, I've always assumed right. it originated from you, but I like to have it confirmed. That's cool. Yeah, no, that's cool. Now I, I know the story.
1: Hey, confirm. That works for betting, too.
0: <laughs> but I hardly, nothing. Go ahead, Arden? Ardlin? <laughs> <You> know,
2: Arun. Arun. <laughs> What's in a name? So um, I want to quit this gambling addiction, but I casino see no way to stop.
0: Mm. <laughs>
3: My uncle was very upset when I actually started gambling with people. I put up his wife for an (laughs) auntie.
1: Cinderella and her favorite little mouse pal, unfortunately, had a very bad gambling problem. And she would walk up to her mouse friend and say, Vegas, gus. (laughs) (laughs) Just so bad.
2: I appreciate that. (laughs) Hey, place the bet quickly and bookie it.
1: Bookie it. Sorry.
2: Book
3: it, yeah, It's okay. Uh, I wonder if they play much uh, poker in
2: Colorado.
1: I don't know, but in Colorado, I do know they jackpot.
2: <laughs> At a football game, UT's mascot recently broke loose. And I'm sure one of the announcers was like, Texas, hold him!
3: <laughs> <laughs> the NFL has a lot of rules uh, about you know hitting people and where you can hit them and everything. So due to a spate of broken pinkies, they... Introduced a very small rule. They call it a roulette.
1: (laughs) I used to play a lot of blackjack with this guy who was always bringing down the average of the bets. You know, he was a bet (laughs) middler. Do you know who that is, Arun? He
0: doesn't, know. I can see it in his eyes.
1: (laughs) You can even see it from a distance.
2: (sighs) I'm sorry.
0: Uh, That's cool. So
2: with
3: North America kind of checked out in terms of, like, international trade these days with our current leader, Canada and Mexico just decided, you know, let's just start trading and go, like, around America. Let's just, you know, skip, skip this whole American middleman. Let's start by swapping police forces. Did you hear about that new
2: Mountie, Carlos? <laughs> <laughs> so some friends and I were trying to figure out how heavy their furniture was. And I decided, you know, I'd make a way chair.
1: <laughs> I had an instructor who taught me how to gamble, and it was from, um, he worked at Proctor and Gambling.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. stupid. Wait, <laughs> oh, an instructor? Like yeah, hence Procter. Oh, I, I never. proctor I, a test? I hardly know her. Yeah. Oh. Uh, sorry. Wow.
2: Well. <laughs> <laughs> what company administers the, you know, the Mona Lisa? Well, Monaco. Uh,
3: unfortunately, you know, a lot of people don't understand the, there's, you have a very, very extremely tiny chance of actually winning mega millions, but if you do, that's a lot of real money.
0: Oh, good. Oh, wow.
2: wow.
1: I just love playing the punny slots with you guys.
0: <laughs> very good. All
2: right, so I think if we learn, uh, one of the things, takeaway lessons from the government shutdown end is the house always wins. <laughs>
0: <laughs> good thing you didn't draw a Trump card. <laughs> oh. Hmm.
1: I'm out of games. Oh, craps.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm itching to, to, to gamble some more. I just, I just got, a, got a scratcher.
3: So, they haven't been getting enough losing gamblers into Las Vegas, so they've started to bust them in. Bust, oh, bust.
1: Like yeah. Got it. I need to bone up on all my <laughs> gambling. It is a, a
0: very unusual situation, which I got it and no one else did. So, that I'm very. <laughs> Congratulations. I'm very proud of myself. Enjoy this feeling. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
3: Because the, our, our, our Secretary of Energy they found he was actually unable to do the job due to limited mental capacity, they allowed him to clone himself. so the department's actually being run by a, by a Perry mutual.
2: <laughs> oh, I thought this was going to be a two Perry joke) <laughs> <laughs> I guess I was
0: lowballing you. <laughs> All right. I think that's a good uh, way to end that round. Um, I'm supposed to name a winner, but uh, I don't remember anybody's name, so we'll just move <laughs> on. When we come back, our panel will make you an expert on driving. Gracie Hack, Andy Belinsky, Arun Bry, and myself, Aaron Fazel, And we're here with the most special of guests, Sebastian, my son. Hi. Okay. So um, uh, before we go, I just want to real quickly plug the O. Henry pun off, which is May 11th, 2019. Check out our website, punintensive.com, and all the various social medias, .com slash punintensive. We are going to wrap up by having our panelists give our audience advice on driving. You don't think you're a good driver? Well, that's okay, because you're going to hear three things that will make you the best driver you've ever been. Arun Dabrai?
2: My advice for you is try not to poop into the gearbox, because then you'd have to get your shit in gear.
0: Uh, yeah, that's totally appropriate for him. <laughs> okay, cool. When I was your age, it was not.
1: I still heard it. I still heard it. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> that's good. It's okay.
0: And
3: Annie Belinsky. Uh This is this is a uh, good advice for uh, home auto repair. If it ain't the brakes, don't fix it. <laughs> and Gracie Hack.
1: Remember, friends, always drive defensively knock down every fence you see. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: good. right. So, uh, again, that was Gracie Hack, Andy Belinsky, Arun Bry, I'm Aaron Fazel, and... I'm Sebastian Vincent. I'm setting up with a catchphrase.
2: <laughs> see you guys next <laughs> week. <laughs>